Oh, we could, we could fly. Welcome to this new season of the Have a Cup of Jahani podcast. So I want to title this new season that I'm embarking on with I'm growing. So this is going to be the season of growth. And um, that's what I'm going to share with you throughout the season. So I thank you for coming over here and sitting with me. And I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. So here's the situation. I am going through the mental state where I am feeling as if I am putting things off. And when that happens, that negative self-talk that usually accompanies that, it's, it's going on repeat in my head. It's, it's kind of like a loop. And there is a word that is often there. And that word is lazy. See, even saying it makes me feel embarrassed and ashamed and it just triggers so many different emotions in me. None of them good, by the way. None of them good. And being that I have looked at this intensely and and quite a lot, this aspect of me, the whole putting things off and procrastinating. This is something, and if you hear some of my other videos and TikTok and as well as this podcast, you will know that I call myself a recovering procrastinator because I feel like that is something that will always be with me. And I have now identified as a protective mechanism that I have that prevents me from failing And uh, because I'm a perfectionist and it closes me off to criticism as well, because I tend to be sensitive as well in that area. That's something that I'm also working on quite a lot. But it also has another aspect that I'm just tapping into it. And that is that it's protecting my energy. That's the one that we're going to talk about today. Because I usually focus on the, the whole perfectionism and the whole avoiding criticism, which are not productive things to have because it just it keeps me from growing, right? If I put myself away from failure, right? If I don't fail, if I don't fail forward, I'm not growing, I'm not learning. And the same thing, if I close myself off to any critique, I'm also not learning, I'm not growing. And if you're not learning and growing, you're not learning and growing, right? <laughs> so usually that's what I focus on and I push myself to do certain things by keeping that in the back of my head. But the one thing that I usually don't, the reason that I don't focus on so much, the one that where it may happen because I'm protecting my energy, I may need some downtime so that way I can recharge because creativity just cannot come forth from an empty well and neither would any good actions right or quality in a project just it's not going to come forth from an empty well a dehydrated well (laughs) right so I don't tend to look at that as the reason because well let's be honest because I just (laughs) I 
I've been bullying myself into submission more often than not. And I'm just realizing that talking to myself kindly yields better results. So this whole time, what I've been doing is pushing myself by calling me names such as lazy or doing the fear mongering. You would hate it if blah, 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 blah. You know, insert this. You will feel like this if blah, 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 blah. You know, if you put this off, you'll feel like this or you are this because you're putting this off. That incites fear. And I mean, fear is also a great motivator, people. It pushes a lot of people. Fear is an advertisement because it pushes people (laughs) to buy certain things. It works, okay? But when it comes to, to my mental health and my growth and the love that I want to have for myself, because if I do have that love for myself, then I will get it from others. I'm not going to get that if I bully myself into submission. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to achieve results, don't get me wrong, but then I won't have that much self-love. And I don't want to lose that over results. So I'm starting to see that being kind to myself and understanding the difference of when I need to be real with myself and say, hey, Johnny, if you do this, most likely this is what would happen. And we know we don't like that result. That's okay. But shaming myself into it, using that word lazy is not the way to go. And I've been doing that quite a lot subconsciously and I just caught myself while being introspective this morning and I think it has to do with me being physically ill I don't know if you've noticed that about yourself that when you're physically ill it's like your mental capacity your your mental defense that you have acquired kind of goes down and it's kind of like you can't it's harder to have those healthy habits that you work so hard, especially if they're not completely cultivated and ingrained and inculcated. So it, it, it almost feels like sometimes those are the first things to go because you're fighting physically an ailment. And I think that's what happened here while I've been recovering <clears throat> from COVID. And I am very aware of that. And that's why I am making it a point not just to talk about it right now because when I talk about it and I push it out into a public forum just as this podcast is it pushes me to take action because it pushes me to have accountability with someone else other than my brain or my inner voice and that's what I'm trying to do here is just to stop that whole Johnny you are lazy you need to get up and do x y and z because you're a horrible person or you're this lazy ass person blah 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 because that is not going to yield the results that i want or the long-term effects that i'm looking for which is just to have more self-love and self-empathy and believe it or not the few times that i have done that like giving myself that kind self-talk it has actually yielded really good results, okay? And I can, I, I, 
I remember, I want to say one or two instances. <laughs> this is new to me, remember. One or two instances where I did this. And that was when I found myself on the verge of procrastinating when it came to the editing process of Mrs. Frenchie's Evil Ring. And what I did was I acknowledged my fear because I'm afraid that if it's not perfect, no one is going to like it and it's going to be this big failure as opposed to seeing it as a growing opportunity. So when I internalized that and acknowledged that instead of saying, Johnny, when you do this, you're going to hate yourself because X, Y, and Z, right? Instead of saying that, what I did was, you are doing great. That's, that's how I started, right? I looked at myself in the mirror. I remember this. I was like, you are doing great. And I know that you're scared. And just saying that, it's almost like, you know, when you're little and then you're like, oh, El Cucuy is under my bed, you know? <laughs> and then you finally, like, te pones brava. And then you look under your bed and you're like, I'm not scared of you, El Cucuy. I know you're there and I'm not scared. So it's kind of like that, right? But when I am able to look at the mirror and tell myself, look, I know you're scared. And I know you're scared because you don't think that this is going to be really good. So you'd rather not push it out because you feel it's not perfect. And then that's when I remind myself that, you know, nothing is really perfect and that all I can do is try my very best and publish it <clears throat> and that I will grow from it. And then the next instance that I publish another book, it will be better because I would have at least had that experience already under my belt. And I did that acknowledging my fear in a kind way without name calling me or shaming myself. Oh goodness. It was like, how can I explain it? Well, when I was little, I was forced to eat shit I didn't want to eat. And it was always the, the worst experience of my life. To this day, I'm adamant about, you know, my kids are not going to be forced to eat something that they don't like. If they don't like it, leave it. We'll figure out something else. On the same token, as an adult, I tried a lot of those foods that I was forced to eat. And when I did it on my own accord, at my own pace, I ended up finding that some of those foods I really enjoy. And some of those foods, like seafood, have become some of my favorite things. But it took me doing it at my own pace in a kind way for me to understand that, for me to discover that. Because I didn't discover that when it was being forced down my throat as a child. So that's what I can equate it to, right? Either I do it a golpe, a coño, a lo, a lo malo, you know, forcefully, or I do it kindly in a smoother way, where it's just the whole process of doing it is not stressful. So think about this, right? If, if I make myself finish projects, and if I do it a lo malo, right, with that whole, you're lazy, get it done, you're lazy, get it done, right? That, 
from experience has caused so much stress, so much stress that is not relieved until the end of that project. So imagine how much more harder it will be to do another project than finish it that way, knowing that on the path to finish, I'm going to go through that stressful moment time and time again. I will end up not doing a project eventually, eventually, if not on the second time, on the third or on the fourth. But I don't have that big tolerance for pain, not like that. Um, I will probably give up right there on the third. (laughs) Like, no, no. If, if this is what awaits me every single time I need to finish a book, you know, this kind of like hell week, <laughs> no, okay, it's not worth it. <clears throat> so I'm glad I figured that out during this book because this is my first full length manuscript. This is my first full length novel. And I just don't see myself going through hell week with every book that I publish. It's not going to be sustainable for me. So I'm so happy that I figured that out. And if you are doing like those long-term projects, or if you are someone like me that kind of like hesitates or put things off or procrastinate, try that, right? And you've been like me and you've been like bullying yourself into submission and you have seen results or you have not seen results. Either way, right, try something new. See what being kind to yourself does to you. See what taking yourself out and decompressing first before you tackle something does to you. See what telling yourself, mira, bonita, come on, let's do five minutes of this. Solo cinco minutos, come on. See what it does to you. Just just try it out. Because sometimes kindness, especially kindness to yourself, I know it's going to work. And for the most part, breaking something down into small increments, whether it be time, whatever works for you. I know for me it's time because I know that it's something that I can, I can measure. I can put a timer on and I will put a timer on. <laughs> put it in there and be like, okay, five minutes. I did it. See, I did it. I promised something and then I came through with it and then that'll make me feel good. But most of the time I will get into the project before it. And then I will allow myself a few more minutes and then I'll feel even better afterwards, you know? So it's all about kind of like turning that, bullying behavior into something that will go down easier for you, which will be treating yourself like a fucking human being. (laughs) I'm not like discovering aliens in Mars here, right? I'm not talking like something, wow, this is so deep. (laughs) I'm not doing any of that, right? Some of the but the ways that we talk to ourselves, we wouldn't even say that to somebody else. And if anything makes us ashamed, it should be that. But you know what? No, don't be ashamed for anything. Shame is just oh, such a horrible thing to do to yourself and to others. But just look at it. I will suggest opening yourself up to hear your own internal voice. 
And if you have something nearby, I know people always have their phone, just put a tick mark every single time in a day you become aware of a negative self-talk, whether it's when you call yourself lazy, when you call yourself fat, you call yourself ugly, you call yourself dumb, right? Anything like that, right? Or you're bullying yourself like I often do. Put a tick mark, put a tick mark and see how many tick marks you have. And then if you want to get froggy, right, put a tick mark every time you you say something negative and then put a plus mark every time you say something kind to yourself and, and pay attention to your inner voice. Because at the beginning, it's going to be really hard because a lot of the time we're not listening to it. A lot of the time we um, want to be really loud externally and we pay attention more to the external noise. And then just allow that internal voice to go in our subconscious and don't really pay attention to it. But guess what? Even if you don't pay attention, it's still controlling certain things. Okay. It's still controlling behavior. So you might as well pay attention to it. (laughs) It might as well practice with it. It's the practice. Do that and see and see what comes up. And let me know. See if you have more plus marks, right? When you identify that positive one or see if you have, Uh, more tick marks if you um, identify the negative one we'll see and that should tell you what you lean towards when you're talking to yourself and I'm a big believer that if I can be kind to myself it's gonna be really hard to be kind to others that's one and secondly it's gonna be hard to accept that kindness from others too it's almost like I will be closing myself off to receive the love I deserve because I haven't figured out how to give that love to myself first. So that is something that I am working on and I will continue to work on. And yes, I did that exercise. Yes, I had more tick marks than I had plus marks. That's why I'm telling you to do it and try it because I know for me, I've been bullying myself and I need to stop that. And I need to drive results through being kind to myself. So thank you. (laughs) I hope that got you somewhere. I know it did me. And I'm always happy to talk about embarrassing subjects with you here. (laughs) Because saying it out loud, like I said, helps me to be accountable and also put things into a different perspective as well because it sounds so different when you say it out loud as opposed to when it's just all in your head. It always does. Okay, but thank you for sticking around and listening to me. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show. See you on the next episode. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Uh, uh.